This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, February 29th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. John McCain is mired in a system that he wants championed, public financing for a presidential race. What may emerge from this quandary for McCain is a troubling revelation about public financing in general. According to John Samples, the director of Cato's Center for Representative Government, public financing of the presidential race is a mess. McCain, last year when his uh, campaign was in difficult straits, uh, he went forward to try to get public financing to keep the, the campaign alive. And then, as time passed, he unexpectedly did better than he, than he thought he would. He won New Hampshire and now looks like he's going to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Um, and the problem with that is uh, he's in the... He has made himself eligible for the public financing system, but he wants out of it. And he wants out of it because he needs to spend money from now until the Republican convention when he would get more public money. Uh, and the, the problem with the public financing system from his point of view is it comes with spending limits. He could only spend $54 million in the whole primary uh, period. He's already spent something around $50 million. So if he doesn't get out of the system... He's only going to be able to spend around $4 million between now and late summer. And the result of that would be that he would not have any, his campaign would not have any way except $4 million to effectively stay in the race during that period. So unless he gets out of public financing, he's going to have $4 million to go up against uh, the Democratic candidates who will have, will spend tens of millions of dollars at least during that period. It seems that this situation has not created any better politics as supporters of that type of system would have predicted. I mean, Barack Obama was a supporter of that system and Mm -hmm. at some point said that if the Republican nominee would accept it, he would as well. Mm -hmm. Tactically, that doesn't seem to be a very good option for him now. Mm -hmm. As I understand it, the purpose of public financing was to get private money, big money, out of politics? Well, the original system was designed, I think, for a couple of reasons. One of the designs is it has, it's a, the primaries are a mixture of private and public money matching funds. But the general election was supposed to be purely public financing to get private, so-called, thought to be corrupting private financing out of the presidential race. Um, at the same time, the original plan was clearly designed to deal with a problem of that period, which was a partisan problem. There had been a growing uh, gap between the two parties. The Republicans had uh, were beginning to outraise uh, the Democratic candidates in the 1960s. If that trend had continued, and you know, in the 1980s or so, or 10 or years or so after the campaign finance laws were written, you would really have seen uh, Republican candidates that were outspending Democrats by way, way more than two to one. So the public system brings about an equality by getting rid of private financing, and that really was a boon to Democratic presidential candidates uh, from 1976 onward. So a realistic account of uh, the campaign finance laws has to include that. Uh, Has it improved the politics? Well, it's clear what we have here is a couple of things that suggest it is not. First of all, McCain's whole uh, uh, situation with public financing has really been 
a sort of microcosm of a lot of campaign finance uh, activities. That is, it involves lawyers, it involves the FEC, it involves trying to get regulations from the FEC. It's uh, also um, another factor has come into play that's pretty unexpected, which is the FEC doesn't have enough members to meet. They don't have enough members to meet because the Senate hasn't approved the commissioners and so on. So it's been a sort of legal political mess related to a presidential election in which you're really at the basis of having one of the major party candidates uh, because of the laws and because of accidents, not having enough money to put up a viable campaign in the first half of an election year. On the other hand, you have Barack Obama, who has relied on private financing, uh, who's located something over a half million new donors uh, in the last six months, who's relied on small donors, uh, and who's raised more than adequate sums to run and defeat uh, the favorite candidate for the, probably defeat the favorite candidate for the uh, Democratic nomination. And all of that's been done without a drop of public financing. In other words, all the good things that were supposed to come about uh, through uh, public financing, through campaign finance regulation, have basically been done without that, with, certainly without public financing. So this is a kind of year of great irony for public financing, for campaign finance reform. By virtue of the fact that the Senate must approve commissioners Mm -hmm. in order to either allow John McCain to stay in or opt out of this program, you literally have the Senate making a decision about how much a candidate can spend to speak to the public about his campaign message. You do, yeah, in in the sense that uh, everyone in the Senate's now aware that not having the commission complicates the life of uh, Senator McCain as a candidate. Of course, the other great irony about all of this is it's not the Senate that decides this, but the Senate's set up in a way that uh, one or a small number of senators can stop action. And the uh, appointment of some of the commissioners to the Federal Election Commission was stopped by one senator. The senator's name was Barack Obama. (laughs) So in a sense that hasn't been discussed a lot, we're really in a situation where one of the leading candidates has done something in the Senate that has uh, at least complicated the life of his opponent for the fall or his probable opponent. Supporters of public financing, how could that how could how could supporters of public financing argue that that is a situation that is at all desirable? Well, I think uh, they would say a couple of things. One is they would argue that the uh, laws themselves have not been interpreted correctly and so on. But more generally, what they would say and what they have said and what their proposals for the future uh, say is that the problem with public financing is we haven't given uh, the candidates enough money. And so if we just increase the sums of money, that uh, we'll be back to the, uh, the good situation in which, and a good situation being defined as one where public money is spent by candidates but no private financing. Uh, The problem with that is the public system is set up in a way that people earmark their taxes for it. So on the the tax form, uh, that is, people say, I want $3 of my taxes to go to this campaign fund. Well, The number of people that have done that has steadily declined over the last 30 years or so to the point that only about 6% or so of American taxpayers support the system. 
So the odd thing is if everyone took uh, public funding, there wouldn't be enough money because taxpayers aren't putting enough money into the system. Uh, So public financing is really a very deeply unpopular program on top of everything else. Um, I think it's fair to say that on most of the important dimensions, public financing is just a mess right now. John Samples is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Representative Government and author of the book, The Fallacy of Campaign Finance Reform. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Read more on campaign finance reform at Cato.org.